Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, what is the difference between a conditional opt-out arrangement and an unconditional opt-out arrangement? Well, tis the season for getting a lot of questions on this subject, mostly due to the fact that if an employer has an unconditional opt-out arrangement, Amounts must get added in to the lowest cost single coverage employee premium on the 1095C. And of course, this creates some confusion. So let's step back and make sure we understand opt out arrangements. Essentially, opt out arrangements are what we historically called cash in lieu arrangements, meaning that certain employers offered some sort of taxable cash payout if an employee waived health insurance. It's important to note here that you are not required to offer such a program or arrangement. It is completely optional. Prior to the Affordable Care Act, employers were able to have these cash-in-lieu arrangements without too many compliance concerns other than taxation of the amounts. However, back in 2015 and 2016, guidance was issued and a new term was applied. Rather than cash in lieu, the guidance referred to these programs or arrangements as opt-out arrangements. And the IRS identified two different types of opt-out arrangements, unconditional and conditional. An unconditional opt-out arrangement is an arrangement where payments to the employee are solely based on an employee declining coverage under the employer-sponsored plan. To receive payment, the employee only needs to decline coverage without any other stipulations. In contrast, a conditional opt-out arrangement is an arrangement under which payments are based on an employee declining coverage under the employer-sponsored plan, but proof is required of alternative coverage. To receive payment, the employee needs to meet the proof of coverage threshold. To qualify, the other coverage must be minimum essential coverage and cannot be Medicare, marketplace coverage, or coverage purchased in the individual market. Guidance issued in July 2016 focused on unconditional opt-out arrangements and how they affect the affordability calculation for the employer-sponsored health plan. Basically, the guidance states that unconditional opt-out arrangement payments should be treated in the same manner as a salary reduction contribution for purposes of determining an employee's required contribution for affordability purposes. In other words, the amount of the unconditional opt-out payment gets added to or increases the employee's required contribution for coverage. In contrast, if the employer provides a conditional opt-out arrangement, meaning the program requires a waiver of the employer coverage and reasonable evidence that the employee has coverage elsewhere, again, other than Medicare, marketplace, or individual market coverage, 
then the amount of the opt-out payment is excluded from the employee's required contribution for affordability purposes. Now, here it is important to note that if you are an employer under 50 full-time and full-time equivalents, as determined under the ACA rules, and you are not subject to ACA shared responsibility requirements, the required addition or not of the cash for affordability purposes does not pertain to you. Bottom line, if you give cash to your employees that waive health coverage and you do not require proof of other coverage, which can include a simple employee attestation, you do have to include the monthly amount of that cash in addition to the lowest cost single employee premium on line 15 of the 1095C. Be aware that if this is the case, it may cause the coverage to be unaffordable for some employees. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.